Happy uh, Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. I kicked off the morning after missing yesterday with our My Talk Awards. Lori. Yes. You know, the Academy eliminated us from the best movie category. Even so. though it is the best movie, it's just an episodic movie every week. It TNT. is. And to the woman who sent us the note that she doesn't, she wants to know exactly when we're talking about Taylor. We're not going to be able to do that. I don't for know you. because mm-hmm. it's in the news again today. It's always it's, in the news. It's, it's so, so happy. happy. And um, so anyway, we won for um, best. It was Artist our, of the Year. It was Best Musical Artist. It was our first draft. We won the Heads Up Challenge, so we got to have first pick, first draft. And that, to me, was Barbie and Taylor Swift were the Those two were the locks two for movie yeah. and musical act. I thought if any... If you were a betting person, you could easily bet money on those Luke Holmes, two. Though, Luke Holmes came in. We got 49% of the vote. Yeah, we don't care about <laughs> second place, third place, fourth place, percentages. Is, okay, so here's here's the ratings. Um, Jason and Alexis have none, but they've got a strong one tomorrow. Two strong ones, I think. Um, Don and Steve have won my mm-hmm. tuck award. Um Bradley and um, Don have one, mm-hmm. and we have two. Mm-hmm. And, so and, and tomorrow, tomorrow you're representing best TV show or TV show of the year, and we had the Golden Bachelor. Feel real good about that yeah, one, Julie. I, I feel real, yeah. real good. I mean, the ratings on that were it crushed across all demos. Yeah. that's the thing, you know. With like other shows, or there's always so much good TV. I mean, how much of our life sure. are we spent watching TV? Way too much, according but, to some people. But like, <laughs> wh- who watches what gets very divided. Yes, it does. And so the Golden Bachelor, when we made that draft, it was because it was like, it crashed every off. age group was watching it. And Network people that, TV. And people that never watched yeah. it before, so it really was a TV sensation. So let's hope so. So and let's then, hope people, the Montackers agree. Best song. I'm just Kim. Yeah, that was the one where I was texting you frantically. Um, we had like the third draft, yeah. and I had several options, and you weren't answering because you were filing your nails or whatever. Oh, because, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you can tell. I, but I couldn't get you to answer because we had a couple of choices, I and I went with I'm just for a sec. I'm just Ken, and I don't think that's going to win, even though it did get nominated it for did. the Oscar agrees totally with us. The Academy agreed, and it got nominated over the Dua Lipa song, Dance the Night Away. I know. It was, it was you know, so that's happening all week from 8 to 9 here on My Talk in the Morning. But I, I feel like Golden Bachelor, I feel very good about you that do. winning okay, tomorrow. I'm going to go with Song you. of the Year. No. is I feel that... No. that that's going to be like one of those things that is going to win like um, uh, the earlier, the category, the other category that we didn't win today where it was just a slim margin. Yeah, I don't, I, that's going to be a tough one because. I, I think the little boo thing is going to win. Totally. Yeah, we that's love what that I think. song. I right. totally yeah. think that's going to win. I think that's what the My Tiger, I think it's going to be little boo thing for Jason and Golden Batser for us. All right, that's how you, TV. I love, I love how you're thinking that that's mm-hmm. going to go Because down. the other three prestige shows will. Chop the vote. Yeah. Succession, and beef, and whatever. The I think it was one. the bear. Wow. 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 Yeah, just wow. Okay. Golden Derby net. Golden Derby. We are having like, okay, so everyone who listens to us by now knows we are avid readers. And a lot of you are too. And we have back-to-back big days here mm-hmm. at my talk. So today at 3.30, we have Kate Quinn 
who's a best-selling author. Kate Quinn with the C, C. not the Kate with the K who does historical fiction. Right. And we've got a book from her next week, and I keep getting them mixed up, but it's Kate Quinn with, Quinn with the C called The Clinic. It is amazing. And thriller. It's, good, it's great thriller. Set in a rehab. But then tomorrow, we have on Kristen Hanna, mm-hmm. and she has written The Four Winds, The Great Alones, Nightingale, Firefly the Lane, The Nightingale, yeah. all mm-hmm. these things, and her latest one, The Women, Set in v- the Vietnam War with women nurses, it's it's, it's unbelievable. Her best book yet? It isn't even out yet, but yeah, we're no. getting her for a long time. And if anyone has questions or something, because we've got it for half an hour tomorrow, yeah. and we're streamyarding it, so that will mm. be something that we're doing for a first time with an author tomorrow. Oh. But two big gets, yeah, that I'm excited about. It's a big book week, and oh, I'll tell you about it in random. We have some other book okay. Things. Well, we got to wish happy birthday to a living legend who's still with us and apparently just has just retired 20 years ago. Didn't tell us he was retiring. Grant, you'll have to Google what his last movie was, but Gene Hackman is 94. Mm. He's living the good life uh, in New Mexico. Yes. He lives, uh, you know, on his own. He's a gentle bike rider yes he enjoys various hobbies a gentle Tact- bike rider is someone that goes on flat roads and might have an electric bike that's correct it might Julia. have an extra speed that you don't have to pedal various hobbies that. i'm gonna say Gardening. cacti and cacti and painting yes and that seems to be and lunches with friends Love and that this. one is for real and so he has a happy and active retirement but he Retired and just didn't just ever say that was the last movie. He just decided. Well, him done. Welcome to Mooseport at the age of 93. Okay. Oh, he did a movie at 93? Yeah. yeah, welcome to Mooseport. Is it and, out? Yeah, that's. Well, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I mean he's he just only turned 94. 94. Right. He came out of retirement to do Welcome to New- Mooseport. Listen, he was, he was such a great nope. character actor. And I think of what, nope, what? I'm wrong on that. Welcome to Mooseport is a very old movie. That's okay. right. Yep, it that's the one like with Ray Romano. One. Oh. And they go on. No, that is a very bad. Okay. Let's scratch that from the record. Continue, please. Okay. So all I want to say is The Firm, which was Tom Cruise's big thing, the John mm-hmm. Grisham when he was everything with mm-hmm. um, writing. But my friend is reading The Firm's new one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she hasn't read him since yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. So it, good. She said it's. Have you read it? No, but Casey read it because oh. he's a huge. Because remember fan. how we loved. I haven't yeah. read him since. I read the Painted House, and I don't know. I periodically pick him so, up. I have at, some books. Yeah, maybe at the airport sure. or if I'm traveling. You know, there's but some, the new firm Casey liked because I kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, that movie was so yeah. good. So, that was good. Yeah, Gene Hackman, we salute you. Yes. I also give a salute to Maison Margot. I went to... Finally. Finally. You have wanted to go there. I've wanted to go oh, to this restaurant. Jason yeah, I've wanted to go forever. And, uh, you know, when my girlfriend was in town from New York, and you know these New Yorkers, they always... Neat. Restaurants are, you know, you can't just go anywhere. You can't. And uh, I... You, that place is busy, so I had got a reservation on a Monday night. On a Monday Isn't night. that fantastic? Fantastic, and it was pretty full in there, and it was delicious. Oh, like it, what did you have? I had, you know what I like? I mean, it is very much a French bistro. So right. when I say that, that means it's not a huge menu. Sure. Portions will never be huge. Right. But it's... it's no California kitchen. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's, uh, it's I knew right away Casey would get the beef bourguignon because yeah. that's what he always loves getting in Paris. Just that's like the 
short rib raised in that sauce and and then the potato is, um, you know, it's like a, they bake the potato and then they take it out of the skin and yeah. Or little Dutch. Something. I don't know what the French version of that. I had a cauliflower gueret. Souffle. Souffle. Oh, that sounds mm. so good. Was it so good? Amazing. We shared it. Then Parisian gnocchi, mm. which was a gnocchi that had like a cinnamon uh, flair to it. And then someone else had the bouillabaisse, which mm. was Yum. chock full of seafood. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, um, a, a big, huge uh, shrimp and some salmon and a couple scallops and some mussels. We got some mussels for the table. With some pomfrey. What was it the was dessert, fun. though? Uh, the dessert. You I wanted chocolate cake with candied oranges. Mm. And uh, the table went with the classic creme brulee. Creme brulee yeah. And it was amazing. Yeah. All of our teeth stuck together because it was burnt so crisp to perfection. Love. And it was a good size creme brulee. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay, so. Grant is dying to tell us something. Are we going back to the Gene Hapman It Moose was movie? Welcome to Mooseport, but that was 2004. Okay, okay. so, so you it was were right. 20 years He's ago. been 20 years That's retired with, with Ray Romano. He's a former president who goes back to his hometown yeah. for a run for mayor with Murrah Tierney's in it. Classic Murrah Tierney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, yeah. just went away after yes. that, and yeah. he didn't ever make a big deal. And we'd I like be, Jack Nicholson kind of just said i Yeah, you yeah. don't always have to say no. what you're doing. You just you leave. You can just go Especially off. in movies, because mm-hmm. they don't come out every day. Yeah. That's, you know? But anyway, you it was... just go out. It was real, real good. And I was also impressed that they had little... You went out on a Monday night, yeah. Larry. I'm impressed, first of all, with that. Yeah. Uh-huh. They had, of course, French bread, but then they also had baked the French version of a little Hawaiian bun. You know, the little Hawaiian yeah, yeah. buns that yeah, you yeah. get oh. in the package that yeah. have like a... Sugar. Is it a sugar? Yeah. They were amazing. Fun. Yeah, so it was fun. We had a real... Was real David Damon there? Uh, no, didn't see him there, but it was... Pretty full. The bar was not busy because right. it was a Monday night, right. but pretty. Nice. Yeah. I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. Okay, Grant, back to the movie. Did you want to add in some more details? No, I said, I just, <laughs> I was, I want to make sure because I'm like, this can't be made. Ray Romano looks like he's 30 years old right. in this movie. Could be a new movie. Right. That's also, I just want to. Gene Hackman sure. would be a good deep dive oh. into his movies. Like that would be a good Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday, and a cold day or something. Enemy mm-hmm. of the State with, remember, with Will Smith. That the was The conversation, one. the French, French connection. connection. So many good movies. The, you know, The Chamber. Oh, the bird, oh, the, the bird cage. Now the chamber was a great movie. And didn't we just relive the French Connection? The whole car chase. Yeah, you that, did. You told because, because the director reason, died, yeah. and they almost like people almost died. They yes. filmed that car chase scene in one take in in New York City in New under York the Brooklyn City, Bridge or something with, uh, with uh, almost collisions and almost hitting pedestrians. And the director himself, I can't think of his name right now, was in the car filming because he didn't want any of the cameramen risking their life. But he would. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. We risk our life every day here talking. Oh, we're getting here, yeah. We're going to risk it for you for a couple more hours, peeps. Okay, when we come back, it's a story we can't get enough of. This is my talk. 
Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Now, Ann, we've heard that January has one of the highest rates for divorce filings than any other month of the year. And I'm wondering, is this because of the holidays, because of the new year starting? What's the deal? I think it really is affected by the holidays. I think a lot of people who are at a difficult point in their life try to maintain status quo for the sake of the children and the family during the holidays. They get through it and they kind of say, this is kind of my last straw. I need to move on. And again, you have your New Year's resolutions and it's the idea that now I can make those changes I need to and make a fresh start in my life. And if some of our people listening are thinking about divorce, what should their next steps be? Well, I really encourage people to start educating themselves. Start really gathering information and knowledge of their financial circumstances. A lot of people rely on the spouse to take care of it. Start educating yourself on that to be prepared. It'll also be more cost-effective during the divorce proceeding. Call Tressler Law for your free one-hour divorce consultation. Find them online at TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We're going to talk a little music, but before we, well, really, we're going to talk a lot of music. Yeah, we are. Because we've been on a roll here, and we want to thank the Excel Center for thinking of us when they're um, promoting their concerts. Um, we are going to give away tickets this week for the rest of the week, a pair of tickets to Barry Manilow. Who? Yeah. Barry, Barry Manilow. Manilow. Uh, he wrote the songs, and he went to the Coca Cabana. He was kind of the soundtrack of our 70s yeah, and 80s. So. And I waited on him Super Bowl Sunday at Cafe Le Sir. Really? I told you guys this. Oh. You might have been out. I told Brittany the whole story that my friend left his eyebrows on fire doing a flambe. And yeah, it was a his, in, in Scott Sailor. It was, his, it, was, yeah. it was at the cocaine restaurant I worked at. It was a hysterical day. Wow. It was crazy. But we are going to give tickets to Barry. And he is, he, last time he was here, he said it was his last time. He, but he did. We know, we know Cher's done this many times mm-hmm. and other people do too. And um, he hasn't been here since 2016. Whoa. And he's going to be here Friday night. Um, I think it's August 2nd. Wow. A hot summer night. Mm-hmm. And at the Excel, tickets go on sale this Friday morning. But we'll do that later in our yeah, show. Finish cool. the Barry Manilow line. Perfect. And we've got tickets um, for a movie we're going to give away later today in our show as well. That's Perfect. a Friday night, too. August I know. 2nd. August 2nd. love that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I was looking it That's up. Okay. That's yeah. great. Yes. Okay, okay, so you were gone yesterday. But, but I want you to know. Yeah. Were you giddy? I watched that game. Yeah. I watched the after game. Yeah. I watched the, the joy. The, yeah. I watched him put that shirt on over his big shoulder pads yeah. and look goofy. Yeah. I, I watched it all. And it was the most watched AFC championship game in the history. 55.47 million people watched that game. Yeah. The Taylor effect is real. There's oh. a lot more people watching football. Fox, um, 
Sports put out a thing that, um, you know, Taylor has brought the Chiefs and the NFL 331 million in brand exposure, not I mean, counting Monday's game. I'm, and also, Sunday. The, uh, yeah, Sunday night. And also that the NFL has never had this high of female viewership. Well, ever, ever, ever. She, the Taylor effect, effect is, is real. real. Yeah, I know it. And so that game, you know, you said it was the highest rating. People are just going crazy. And of course, I don't understand it. I mean, yesterday when I was talking to Brittany about it, I don't understand the hate because it's so obvious real love, true love. I yeah. went crazy when Holly called it a publationship. Oh, today. Because it is not a publationship. This is a real deal between those two. I'm trying to we've think been if in we the ever gosh- seen anything like this. No, we haven't. That's why the it's The top been- of the world and the top of the world together. And yeah, it's so much fun. And so, but there have been, it has really triggered a certain group of people. And all I can say to those people is that if you hate happiness and love then yes you hate this story because that's all it is is happiness and love and all kinds of people are weighing in pat mcafee went on a a a tirade about it i don't know if you saw that he was like the most successful woman on earth right now happens to be dating the greatest tight end of all time why are people mad he just like couldn't believe it and um, then David Letterman went to his Instagram reels and his father time beard and weighed on it. It was still. hysterical, though, because he gets <laughs> Travis mixed up with somebody. He gets Travis Kelsey's name mixed up with somebody else. Kelsey right, Grammer. Kelsey. Yeah. Okay, Here we go. It's hilarious. I don't think in the history of show business, in the history of popular culture, we've ever witnessed anything like this. Tremendous. She fills stadiums around the world and puts on a three-hour show. Now, we live in a world now where all we hear is nonsense and ugliness. And the nonsense can't be more nonsensical. And the (laughs) ugliness, God hopes it can't get any uglier. But that's all we hear. That's all we hear. So now, here's Taylor Swift, who is a glowing, bright light of goodness in the world, Aww. and she starts dating uh, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> and people no, that's go- not true. What? Kelsey Grammer? Yes. <laughs> yeah. An interesting parent. And go people ahead. go crazy. <laughs> and the, the Kelsey Grammer people say, oh, no, no, no. Don't bother us. We're all caught up in football. We don't want Taylor in football. And the Taylor Swift people the Swifties, are saying, oh, we don't want a footballer in here with Kelsey Grammer. And I'm saying, huh? Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Right, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I say to both camps, this is such a lovely thing. Shut up. It's good for the footballer. That's right. It's good for Taylor Swift. And it's something positive and happy for the world. And also politically, Taylor Swift is a huge force and I think just wants to see people do the right thing. So God bless Taylor Swift. And Kelsey Grammer. That's Not all I had. Kelsey Grammer. I mean, seriously. Okay, but you hear that. Paul Schaefer. Didn't you hear him in the background of <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah. I mean, because it's so funny to me because when you're the boss, yeah, no yeah. one wants to correct you. Right, right, right. And, but people are trying to correct him, and, yeah. and then they're no, like letting him even go. Funnier. That's even funnier. And I agree with him. This is a lovely thing. Shut up if you can't handle it. Just shut <laughs> but up. But Paul Schaefer in the back. Yeah, like, no. so good. Okay. And then, and then, okay, this is for the Swifties. So the math, the, thir- the Super Bowl game is the 13th chief game. She goes to Super Bowl 58, adds up to 13. 
the date February 11th, 2 plus 11 equals 13. Oh. She'll be in Tokyo. The flight from Japan to Vegas is 13 hours. Oh. And the Kansas City Chiefs are playing the 49ers. 4 plus 9, you get the gist. Oh, my God. That's a lot of 13s. <laughs> A lot I of love 13s. it. Uh-huh. I love That's it. A deep dive. <laughs> All right, it was a good one. Yeah, it was. Hey, gang, it's Lori and Julia here for Learning RX, and um, you know we have another Loj Book Club edition today. And reading, reading is our thing. But it, it, you know, I grew up with dyslexia, and it. But I not I, diagnosed. I, not, never, never. Mm-hmm. Till later on, and went to Learning RX because I wanted to read faster. But I always did love reading. It just was so hard, and it took so long. And Learning RX helps people with different learning um, issues. Issues, mm-hmm. thank you. And um, it helps people who don't know how to learn, and it helps so many people. And literally, we get like two to three testimonials a week coming in here about the success families see in their kids when they send them through the program. It works. Why not get give them, you know, we try to give our kids everything to be successful. If parts of their brains are underperforming and Learning RX can target that through one-on-one brain training, Prove it, and it's been proven that it works. Why not? Call them today. Set up your one-hour assessment. The assessment's 15% off when you mention Lori and Julie. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kate Quinn, best-selling author, her latest book, The Clinic, a thriller that I read in one day in Mexico. I think it took you like two, Lori, which is unusual. Yeah. And Kate is with us today. Hi, Kate. Hi, Kate. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Thanks for being with us. Other books that you've written, Black Widows, Blood Sisters. You were a writer for Travel for the Guardian. You've been in writing and in publishing for quite a while, and, and we're fans of yours, Kate. And I don't know that I've ever, I was kind of stunned when I opened the book and your author's note was the very first page of the book. And it started out with the line, this is the first book I have written sober. Right. I know. And, you know, me and my publishers, we did have a conversation about whether to put that at the front, whether or not that might be off-putting or whether or not I initially had it up front. I kind of wanted to be upfront about it. And we um, eventually decided to leave it there. But, yeah, that, that was a conversation we had. I, 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 I mean, it, it made me so much more intrigued, you know, that you were that open. and Because the book is takes place in, in rehab. A, a rehab. So, so anyway, it, the yeah. book right. is, is unbelievable, and your honesty is amazing. Can you give everyone the setup for the book? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So the book is uh, Murder Mystery Set in Rehab. And with all my books, I, I kind of like to use my own personal experience. So um, this particular book is based um, or inspired by, I guess, my personal experience of entering rehab for alcoholism 
would have been, I think, about three years ago now. It was, it was um, during COVID time. Uh, it was not my intention on going into rehab. And I, I say this now, like I, w- I kind of wish I'd taken more notes. <laughs> um, it, was, it was only on exiting rehab um, that I decided that I realized that this might actually also be a, a really good premise for a, for a murder mystery, having been in this, this quite scary, crazy place. Oh, it, it, I, I, you just can't even put it down. The characters are so rich in everything. You know, um, the, so this, the deal is you have um, a gal, a very publicly known Hollywood starlet, who dies or in rehab and her sister, you know, I want you to kind of add in with me, yeah, Kate, but her sister, <laughs> you know, has the best job. Um, the name of the book is The Clinic. Lori's just writing it down. It's so good. But so you have this these sisters and one's feeling like this can't be right. I got to go to rehab myself. Right. Yeah. So we have this kind of troubled uh, family, I, I suppose, um, in, in the first place. So, yeah, kind of very famous country singer has entered rehab. Um, her sister has troubles with addiction herself. Um, and on hearing that her sister has died, um, has allegedly committed suicide in rehab, she just knows uh, that this cannot be right because she knows her sister. She knows her sister would never have done this. Um, the reason she actually gives in the beginning is that her sister is too selfish <laughs> to have killed herself and too self-obsessed. But, right. but um, whatever the reason, she, she knows her sister really well and she is going to go into this rehab um, in, in, into this clinic uh, after which the book is named and investigate but unbeknown to this character her name is Meg um, she has addiction issues herself and this is very close to my heart because Meg does not realize that she is an addict um, until she's confronted with some painful truths which more or less exactly maps my own personal journey of for the longest time not realizing I had a problem really until I tried to give up right Oh gosh, it's I, it's just so clever and good, and I. It's and, very twisty, Kate. It's, it's very just, twisty. It just is, and and you know, I was so intrigued with Meg's profession in the gambling field and with security, and then you know, and how she was using some pills and stuff, and then goes into a into this rehab clinic, and this clinic is so she 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 Beverly Hills, but yet so weird. Hmm. Right, and that was um, inspired by so my own experience of rehab, which was in a quite a spooky building, really. A lot of carved wood, quite gothic, an old house with like a medical facility attached. Um, it definitely had some luxury elements, but I had been a travel journalist for about a decade prior to being an author. So I had really good fun like bringing in my experiences of the most luxurious places I had been from kind of around the globe. So I put in a spa that I had been to in Switzerland and a gym that I had been to in New York. And I kind of moved all these things into the same place because I kind of thought after COVID, you know, wouldn't it just be nice if we can just all go somewhere really luxurious yes. and, after <laughs> and have this wonderful experience of all the best of the best? Yes. I mean, and it, it, it really, it really was good. And the whole thing, you know, I was reading your notes afterwards as well, talking about the blowfish um, treatment. Oh, I mean, fugu. the fugu, was that something that you knew about ahead of time or did you just, did they offer that at your treatment center? I mean, that just was such a wild part of the it story. It was a wild yeah. part of the story. Right. Okay. So during my time in rehab, um, what we addressed a lot was the issue of trauma. 
and the issue of how trauma was actually at the heart of being an addict. Because if you have trauma, you have this experience that you can't move past. It more or less lives kind of in your body with no sense of time and space, continually waiting, you know, like, like stressing you out the whole time, you know, sure. waiting to try, and, to try and protect you, right? So the idea is how to get this trauma out. And um, in, in my rehab, we did a lot of talking therapies, and that was the general understanding. But I did a lot of research into the cutting-edge treatments mm-hmm. for trauma. And what we're seeing now is, um, and, and I should also add, I do not profess to be a psychologist, a doctor. Yeah. I just, sure. You know, my, any, any errors, my own. Um, but it seemed to me at the cutting edge was um, these treatments that kind of allowed your body and your cognitive understanding to almost separate out a little bit so your body could sort of process this trauma without your mind interfering, if that makes sense. So part of that, I talked to um, some neuroscientists, a lot of doctors, um, and and this was kind of what I came up with. So it's a blending of fact and fiction, Mm -hmm. if you will. I'm telling people. And then the guy who runs the clinic is just... Uh, he's like, is was he inspired by any number of Machiavellian people that you may have known or read about Dr. in the news? <laughs> you know, that is such a good question because I've said since I went into rehab expecting to meet a lot of scary addicts. And the scariest people I met were running that clinic. Um, I also met some really nice people and some really sure. great people. But there was, a, you know, rehab is big business. I did not realize this until I went into rehab. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of money in rehab. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of upselling. There's a whole sales team often dedicated to swooping people in. And 60% of people who go into rehab will relapse. And therefore, there's a whole industry of waiting for those people so you can get their, get their check again, right? So you can pick them up again, take them back in again and, and, and get them um, to pay for that process. So, so yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't say one particular character because I, I, I feel very indebted mm-hmm. to my rehab because yes, yeah, they made, they did make me better. Um, but yeah, maybe an amalgamation of a few personalities, um, both inside that rehab and in my former life as a journalist. Mm. What kind of brought together in yeah. those uh, personalities? Everyone is so rich. All the characters are so rich in this story. I mean, well, I oh, have an idea. Crazy. I would like this has to be something. Kaylee Cuoco to option this oh. book, and I would like her to play Meg. And I don't know who's right. going to play Haley, but I I see Callie's production team. She's like, oh, this could be a nice eight episode anthology series. Like the flight attendant, but right, I, like you know, I this is the only book I've written that has not yet been optioned. So, oh. so yeah, make make the call. It's yeah, available. It's, um, it, I, I know my. <laughs> oh, it's doing deals in it, I think it's so juicy. I mean, I just I really could see that because, and I'm always and I guess do Kate do does Hollywood do they just buy up books and then never get around to making them? Is that a lot of the story? I, I think the way I see it is like publishing on steroids. So mm. publishing is very, very slow. There's a lot of people in the process to make the decision to buy the book. Yeah. With with movies, you've got that like times a million because you have to have this guy who's doing the finance. Yeah, yeah. This guy who's the producer. You have to attach the name. So it's just a long, long process. So yeah. I have two books optioned with, with like large, I want to say studios. I, I should know more about the process, but my, <laughs> you know, my understanding is... It's like rolling through, but but yeah, you're right. A lot of the time, they will just kind of buy the option, 
and kind of have it and you get money for it and then um they they may or may not make it yeah and And also you kind of just park it and maybe now you know with all the streamers and stuff and they're kind of they're catching on that authors that source material material is done for you it's working a lot of you know whether it's a anthology like a bosch or you know something like that but anyway you're just such a, a good mystery writer and i feel like these thrillers are the kind of tv things that people like to gobble up thank you so much well i hope so. i mean obviously i would love like any author you know the idea of that being made made real would be super exciting yeah it's it's just okay i just can't brave enough we, about we it. gotta read black widows of, julia i know and i want to read your other books um this is this <laughs> I love is you guys so much. <laughs> oh, you're, no but seriously this book um I, I had I went on a trip and I had a, a galley of um, Kristen Hanna's The Women, and then I had The Clinic by Ooh. you, Kate mm-hmm. Quinn, and I read them in three days. Yeah. And I just thought, how can writers be this great? You know, know, how can a book move you <laughs> well, like and, this? And it's so nice to be able to have the luxury of reading a book you on know, a vacation, on you know? a vacation where you have uninterrupted mm-hmm. time. Like this book, The Clinic, this book will keep you up at night because you won't want to stop reading. That's that the is, thing. That's so great to hear. I'm so happy to hear <laughs> yeah. that. And you're right, as a vacation read it. Oh. Know, there's nothing better as so having a great book on vacation. Yeah. I know. Kate, you know, so you went um, through treatment, you know, during COVID and stuff. And this is your first book. Like you say, this is the first book I've written sober. And I, you know, in reading your notes and everything, it, it's not a linear process. It has ups and downs like life. Um, what, is, what does it feel like to be out on the book tour now? It, it feels great and, and on, in several respects, actually. One, um, I was just talking about this the other day that I have, because I started drinking at such a young age and was essentially addicted to alcohol for so long, there were just many experiences in my adult life that I have never done sober. Right. So I had never like stayed in a hotel room sober. And you know what? Like I'm enjoying it so much. I, I went out to um, I was in Charleston, one of one of my stops. I went out to this like dueling piano bar, like I made loads of noise. I mean, I'm sure everyone thought I had had something to drink in the right. because, <laughs> because I was so excited to be there. Um, but I was, but also um, as part of the, I was genuinely frightened when I went into rehab that I wouldn't be able to write right. because I felt like I used alcohol to get to these sort of emotional places mm-hmm. and be able to kind of get like armor, you know, to like kind of get out mm-hmm. unscathed. And, uh, and I was really terrified that I would never write another book. And, and that was no small, you know, I earned like a good part of the income for our household. Like I need, this was something I needed right. to be able to do. So to get out and be on tour and have people buy the book and say they liked the book, that was like firstly amazing, but like such a relief. I can't oh, tell you such no. a relief, but it's like, okay, oh. people like this book. That's oh, it's, it's really, it's, it's a favorite and, and congratulations to you on everything. And we just, um, Thank you so much. And can't wait um, for other people to pick up the clinic. It is so good. Kate Quinn, Kate with the C, not the K. <laughs> C-A-T. Kate with a C. I yeah. know. Honest to Pete, you've got that other gal out there too. It's just dynamite and and just um, being in in that rehab center and being so um, intrigued by all the characters. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. And I liked knowing that the first line in the book when I opened it up Mm -hmm. because I I was reading it next to my sister and I said, I've never seen this before and I'm excited. (laughs) You know, 
Yeah, I, well, I'm glad. I'm glad the book delivered, and you didn't then read it and think, you know, yeah. what? You oh no, should have stayed. <laughs> People are, no edge you, of your seat. Yeah, thriller, the clinic. Cage, I'm Will you, you are you are you working on a next book, or is that too soon? Or I don't want to pressure. What are we doing? No, I've, I'm. Um, you know, normally when a book comes out, um, also, I mean, normally if you're on like the payroll, you've normally done one already. So I have just finished one, which is about um, a socialite heiress. Um, bride who's about to get married and someone is she's got stalker who is killing her bridesmaid so that was a lot of fun and I got to fulfill all my wedding um, (laughs) fantasies of the big dress and the huge cake which I absolutely love so that was so much fun oh good well we'll be talking to you soon then yeah I hope so thank you so much Kate 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 Quinn Kate with the C the clinic you guys it's phenomenal pick it up best of luck to you and thank you for being on our show Thank you so much, guys. So nice talking to you. Absolutely. All right, we've got a couple copies to give away. 651-641-1071. Give Grant a call if you haven't won a book in a while. We're going to take a quick break. Here for Hammernex Interior Solutions. Boy, how much do we love Hammernex? It is one of our favorite places to shop. Um, the St. Paul Winter Carnival is going on. Maybe some of you got to go down to the Hammernex Chalet Tent at Mears Park. Um, so much is happening right now, but... When a, a colleague of mine just said she went to the Hammernick Super Sale and she's like, oh my God, I got the best flooring. It's such a great deal. And they're so wonderful to work with. The design team really helped me figure out how it's all going to work out in my house. And we absolutely love that and know you will love working with them too. They're, the team, this is a family run business and you feel like you're still, you feel like you're part of the family. They've got designers on staff. They've got the installers on staff. They have the best product, the most product in the, in the region of all your flooring and hard surface and tile and carpet needs. That's Hammernix Flooring Solutions. Go to Hammernix.com for more information. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The documentary, The Greatest Night in Pop, hit, did it come out yesterday Netflix. on Netflix? Yeah. Um, and that was done in 1985. I just want to go back really quick Jennifer and Anne, congratulations. There are book winners today. And again, The Clinic is a great, great book. And we were just, that was exciting talking to her. Yeah, I mean, okay, so The Greatest Night in Pop. I I really think I'm going to stop everything tonight. I have to watch this. I think so, too. Because the making of the we are the world. We are the world. But but you have to, okay, so we're going to roll back the clock to 1985, so the 80s. You know, all these people that are in their 80s now, Bob Dylan looking at you, um, and other people, they are 40, yeah. you know, and because it's 40 yeah, years ago, but it's 46 of the biggest stars in the world 
coming together after an award show that Lionel Richie hosted and won six American Music Awards. I think that's what he was at. And so they're in the studio. It's late, but it's 46. Now, just like I can't even imagine 46. This would be like having Justin Bieber. It would be having Dua Lipa. It would be having Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Beyonce. Pink would be Pink. there. Um, you'd got to have Bruce Springsteen because you bring right. in some people from across the pond. Right. You'd have you to have, have your hip hop Yes. You know. You have. I mean, you have Eminem. representation. From sort of every, every genre of of music. And even to make that happen is just nutty. Yeah, so this is gossip nostalgia of the highest order. Mm-hmm. And we know, because we spent a delightful three hours with him at the Polo Lounge. Oh, Lionel Richie. And it's Lionel Richie. He is about one of the most entertaining and delightful people we've ever met. So genuine. So happy. And also... Knows how to tell a story and gives us gossip. I haven't read any spoilers, but I guess everything is dished on. Yeah, the, in only, this. the thing we do know, Prince didn't go. And we've known, we've that, known that because he yeah. and Madonna were the two noticeably absent yep. superstars because you had Michael Jackson there, you had Cindy Lauper there, you had Bruce Springsteen, Bob Dylan, yeah. Dionne Warwick, you had Stevie Wonder, Huey and, Lewis in the News. Yeah, it was yeah. really all over the place. And, you know, Stevie Nicks was there, Ray Charles yes, was there. He was. I mean, it is kind of unimaginable if you think of it. Like, 46 million. I mean, I can't wait to watch. Watch this tonight. Same. I think and, it's our homework. And I guess so yeah, I, homework. I think it is. <laughs> and okay, so apparently um there's three parts to this music to this documentary. Okay. And it's First, called The Greatest Night in Pop. The Greatest Night in Pop. So um he's coming at the legend from several angles. First, there's the construction of the actual song, which Lionel co-wrote with Michael Jackson. In a night. It, yeah, and then there was the just logistics, gathering all those big-ass artists on one night in one room. Oh, yeah, don't forget Diana Ross was also there. Uh-huh. Um, Tina Turner was also there. Uh-huh. And Lionel, yes, he waited to the last minute to write the song, and then he hosted the American Music Awards before the session. So he's giving us all the behind-the-scenes, show-us-your-work yep. that we could possibly want. And it's gossip and it's work and it's all right there. And then apparently we get the actual singing of the song. And I will just say, look out for a scene between Bob Dylan and Stevie Wonder that people are saying should go in the Smithsonian because of how culturally significant it is it is about how they collabed. I can't even remember part. Bob Dylan even being there. He was, and he That's had a hat I with a feather, and he looked okay. kind of hot. This was, oh my god! And of course, they're putting, literally putting their heads together to figure out the sound. And this is the power of music. And then uh, the other thing that we're going to get is just what went on with different individuals. Mm, like, I guess Stevie Nicks leads... Ray Charles to the bathroom and somebody says that's like the blind leading the blind. (laughs) You know, I mean, there's like, they've got all this stuff. So anyway, uh, they had a big red carpet. Sheila E. admits that she was invited because they thought Prince Prince would would show up because Mm -hmm. she was dating him. Right. And he was at a club 
not far away. Right. And he wanted to be guaranteed a guitar solo. And there, no, no one, one was getting music, no. no one was getting guarantees of anything. They it was just a training to, session. It was not a, an artist. And then they had different people that yeah. took a piece or a part. I guess where it's really hysterical is Stevie Wonder and Michael Jackson are trying to figure out how to get Swahili in. Yes. And somebody puts their foot down. Yeah. We, yeah. We won't talk about it. Yeah. We'll talk about this tomorrow yeah, on we'll the show. But, it, but anyway, be... looks like it's just, you know, gossip popcorn for us. It and does. so I don't know that the. The kids on TikTok are going to care about it. But if you think about getting 46 of like who the are top who, performers who come together to make a song to raise money for famine relief. Unbelievable. And they don't get to sing their own music or anything. There's no. nothing in it for them. And when that song came out, every single kind of radio station played it, yeah. which that never happens. No. And it was in the video was everywhere on MTV and it yeah. was all the rage. It was something. Yeah, it was something in other music news. Um, we found out that there's going to be a Celine Dion documentary. I am Celine Dion. And um, it's, it's going to pro- be... It's produced by her Sony Music. Yes, who did all of her music and yeah. stuff. And it's basically... All right. It's, someone has followed her for the last year, and it's going to give insights into her living with oh. the stiff person syndrome, never before scenes of her private life, emotional, energetic, poetic love letter. Um, a year More than a year of the filming, she navigates... Her journey wow. to living with this illness. And then oh there's going to be gosh. before, like after Renee died and what she was struggling oh, with then. Geez. So, um, and who, where are we going to stream that? Who bought it? It's, Amazon? It's and going to be on Prime Video, which is mm-hmm. Amazon, but we don't know when. Yeah. All right. But um, she maybe wants, she would like to raise awareness for Stipe. She does. Person, That's what she says. Because there's only a Little thousand people. That's what she says. I realize how much I miss performing and being with my fans. Yeah. And I decided I want oh. to document this part of my life to try to raise awareness of this little known condition to help others, others out. All right. All right, we will be back later in our show. Barry Manilow tickets, some other tickets, some other fun. We will be back. Lori and Julia on my talk.